You can't hold me. I'm too slippery. I do no sleeping. I get lonely. You can touch me if you want to. But I got poison. I just might bite you. Lying circles on the sunlight. Shine like diamonds on a dark night. Ain't no mercy in my smiling. Only fangs and sweet beguiling. Future he don't try to find me. Skin I've been through dies behind me. Solid hollow wrapped in hatred. Not a drop of venom wasted. You can slip in, try to find me. Hold your breath in, flat deny me. It makes no difference to my thinking. I'll be here when you start sinking. TGIF, everybody, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick. I'm here. Just thought I'd do a regale you with a track. Start it off. And, uh, yeah, it's Friday. I've got a dog next to me in my little abode. He's trying to sleep. I did not do a good job helping him sleep there with my uh, tunage. Now he's looking at me like, who are you? Where are you? What am I? Why is he comfortable again? Charlie cannot see this dog. Can't see. I mean, he's not blind blind, but he's getting there. He's always like, who are you? If I approach him from any type of angle that's not right. Starts barking at me. He has no teeth. Tries to bite me, and luckily it's fine. But when I start doing the podcast, my God, he slumbers comfortably. When I start playing a video game, slumbers comfortably. Welcome to a show that I hope helps you slumber comfortably. It's called Nick Flanagan Weekly. And I'm Nick, and this is the show. Right now, it's based out of Canada, in a city called Toronto, where there is a mayoral race happening not but a month from now. Who will win? Who will lose? Who will sing the blues? (laughs) We'll all find out soon, and some of you will care. Um, Weather changed. Weather's nice now. Hopefully it just stays this way. But it's, uh, you know, sure, glass half full, glass half empty. Maybe it's better to be full, but let's get half, let's empty that glass for a, for a second. Uh, downside. Downside of summery weather. I hope, hope this doesn't seem grumpy, but people are too happy. They're too happy. They're like, or they're too energized. Maybe happy is the wrong word. You know, it's nice seeing people happy. I'm never complaining about that. But the energy that the sun can give people before, of course, it saps us of our energy if we're in it for too long. But the energy, sometimes it makes people go mad, for lack of a better word. They're driving their cars fast. Oh, it's nice out. I'll drive my car fast. Get a little wind in my air. Oh, no, I just ran over a convent. 
Oh, I'm going to drive fast. Oh, no. I just ran over the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Why is it summery right now in March? I don't know, but I was happy. And now I've run over a parade. And then people, you know, sometimes they, they sing to themselves. And Lord knows if there's one thing I hate, it's people singing to themselves alone. Uh, even though I may have done that moments ago. I don't know. My memory is a, a sieve. I don't remember what I did a couple minutes ago. But anyway, singing is bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you go on the subway, those of us who go on the subway, the metro, as some of you call it. The metro. Oh, we are going on the metro. The tram. Others have known it. The Venga bus. Is that something people call it? Anyway, um, you go in there, there's always one person on the platform wandering back and forth going, you know, all that the world needs now is another folk singer like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> They're singing <laughs> Camper Van Beethoven at the top of their lungs. And it's no fun. And uh, I don't. that happens more in summer. Streaking happens more in summer. Not a fan. But overall, besides those things where people are a little too free, they like it. Anyone who's experienced winter knows nobody feels free in winter. We're at home all chained up. TV and... and is there a better time for the, the uh, television writers in America to go on strike than now? When we can go outside and rejoice and get to know each other and have fun outside. We don't have to worry about yellow jackets. We don't have to worry about suits. Don't have to worry about, uh, um, this is us. Chicago Hope, Blue Bloods. I could go on and on, and honestly... If you want to donate to the podcast, I will send you an MP3 of me reading a bunch of names of television shows. By the way, if you have any questions, write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to support the podcast, go to ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. You could also send it directly to PayPal if you want. Just PayPal me. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. Anyway, uh, but the, yeah, the writers are on strike and it's nice out. So this this might go a bit longer than they want because everyone will be too busy in the playgrounds noticing that their precious television shows are working. I do support the writers. Hope I get a job doing that soon. It's been a while. I enjoyed writing. And I'll tell you, I'm sure I have a savvy audience who knows this kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, like 90... Much like almost every other thing, especially in the creative arts or show business entertainment, entertainment, uh, it's a 99% thing. 99% of people are just like working in one job a year, two jobs a year. They're in the junior class. So it's not a huge money maker, even if you're working in it uh, a lot of the time. 
And uh, in Canada, let's just say it's not better. Although, goddamn, that's not, I want it. It would be about a million times better than what I got going on right now, although I like what's going on right now. This is the strongest it's been in a year since the, since the pandy started. And remember, before the pand- and remember, folks, before the pandemic started, I had moved in back from Los Angeles. We were about a I mean, it seems crazy. But I'd almost been in Toronto for two years before the pandemic. But I didn't do... Uh, it takes me a while, okay? That's all I can say. I didn't get a ton done already in that year and a half, roughly. Between coming home and the pandemic. I'm sorry. Sometimes I, I it takes me a long time to recover from things, okay? Is that so bad? Why does that need to be a disadvantage in this life? Oh, something bad happened. Give me three years. That's too long. Damn you. It's not too long. I'm still alive. I can talk to people. I just don't know if, what I want to do now. Because I'm so screwed up by the terrible thing that happened. See? You hear that? That's what I'm talking about. Someone's going too fast because they're having fun. Because it's summer. That's not what I want. It's not what I want for my summer. I think in the big city, if I'm elected mayor, there will be one day where we just don't talk. Nobody speaks. Mute day. We can talk inside. But once you step out those hallowed doors into public space, nope. No talking. No making a sound. If you make a sound... What is the punishment if you make a sound? I don't want to be cruel here, but you know what? If you make a sound, we have like a, a vacuum thing and we suck you into a, a, a vacuum. And then like a dog catcher with a net. And then we uh, open up the bag and go, what's everyone's address? People give their addresses, and we drop you off at your original address. So no talking day if I'm elected mayor. That's one thing that'll happen. I'm so excited right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm all jacked up, jazzed, jonked. I'm jonked right now, folks. Jonked, jonked to the max. But, um, again, the slow-moving thing I was talking about. Sometimes I have, like, two comedy shows in a month. And I love doing stand-up. But sometimes I have two. I'm not... I'm, I've been doing this a long, long time. And, you know, sometimes you do it less in a month than you necessarily wanted to. But that's just the way it goes. Anyway, one of those times was last night. And if you're in the city of Toronto and you listened to, to this before... Uh... Sunday the 14th, come see me at 2.30pm at the Transact. Every every second week of the month I'm at the Transact. Thursday is at 10pm, or no, Thursday is at 9pm, and Sunday is at 2.30pm. But anyway, performed last night, and it just made me feel good. Made me feel good. And I think it made the audience feel good. 
and that was a nice feeling and uh it it's an interesting thing you know when you do that and you're like god like why am i doing all the other stuff to feel good that's dicey and in the moment when really i should just be setting this up and 90 percent of the time feeling pretty good you know i'm not Do it performing obliviously. I'm trying. I'm noting what's going right, what's going wrong, what I didn't like, all the stuff people's comedians say they do or whatnot. But I'm liking doing it, and if it's well, and if it's going well, I'm a happy. And I was looking for this like thing because everyone knows like, obviously, if you're uh, going to a comedy show. As an audience member, it's like you're doing something to uh, have fun, you know? But we don't talk about the good feelings that uh, com comedians get when they perform. Um, and then, so, so I started thinking about, like, well, how does it make me feel? It makes me feel engaged. It makes me feel in the moment. Most of the time puts me in a good mood. Yesterday there was a guy who was speaking to me during my set. And I just was like... And, and this show at the Transact, it's pretty informal. And at that point it's like 11pm. And I just said to everybody, just want to let you know, this, this guy and me, we're on the same page. He was doing that kind heckling, friendly heckling. Which is probably a little more common in Canada. But um, it, it was, uh, I, I, I was worried it was tiring out the rest of the audience. So I want to let them know, this guy's so cool, this guy's on me. And, you know, that's something I'm realizing with stand-up, too, is unless someone is being extremely mean, or whatever, rude, just try to, like, keep that smile going. It's nice you're getting to do this. Trying to find a line, uh, like a. So I anyway, I, I couldn't find. I, I googled something to find out what the chemical response is for people who do comedy, which I think it would be a really interesting study because there's absolutely there's no question there's more people trying to do comedy now than ever, and in fact there's so many people trying to do it, so few people making a li proper living off it they must be doing it on some level for the physiological response. So someone should find out what the physiological response is in terms of performing stand-up. Because I don't think it's quite the same as performing music, at least not the way I perform music. Which is, I'm rolling around, I'm jumping up and down. It's kind of like... You know when you think you've done a really crazy workout, but it turns out the way you did it is not the best way at all, and you didn't really make yourself any healthier. That's kind of what when I perform music live, what it what it what it fe what it feels like. But it is cathartic, and I do like that. So this is the only thing I've read so far. This is the only stuff I have about stand up. Um. Increased stress and anxiety have really terrible implications for our cardiovascular health and other aspects of our health. So if it's stressful to immerse yourself in the news, it doesn't really help anybody. 
For a recent study of 88 cancer patients monitored the effects of watching comedy videos on their anxiety levels and vital signs both pre and post surgery. They showed a significant reduction in anxiety and blood pressure those who watched the videos. And then it turns out that if you have humorous distractions, it's good in increasing pain tolerance, boosting the immune system. I don't buy it. <laughs> I mean, I don't fully buy that. What about cute animal videos? They would probably have the same way. And also, I think that seeing live comedy, there are people who say it makes them feel anxious because they feel pressured to laugh. So there's whole other ways of looking at it. But all I'm saying is, as a performer, I feel good when it's good. But let's also keep it in mind uh, that I... Uh, hang on, I'm adding subtitles to something. Why am I doing this while I'm doing my podcast? I put a a, a, a a comedy clip on some random website, and I'm trying to get get it captions for it. Good story, right? Huh? What else is going on? I'm taking my time to record this one because I'm having such a good time. Well, I got an anonymous question. And I'd like to answer that just to make sure I get everything uh, finished uh, that I discussed that was in my notes for this podcast. The question from Anonymous was, what is the first podcast? I, it was a podcast-related question. And this is a podcast, so it's perfect question was, what is the first podcast I remember listening to? And what podcast am I listening to now? I will probably give you the plural answers just because um, the first podcast I listened to, it's, it's kind of hazy, but um, the first podcast I listened to, it is a great question. So, um, I've talked a lot about the message board special thing that I used to be on, which was sort of a comedy uh, message board in the early, early 2000s. And all the, a lot of the people who became huge comedians now uh, were, were, and podcasters uh, were posting on this board. Uh, Jimmy Pardo, um, Jason Nash, who was one of the first podcasters, actually. Um it was a, it's a really long list. Uh, um, I don't know if Marin was, but Doug Benson, um, Scott Ackerman, uh, and I think that was way before there was a a, a podcast, uh, a Comedy Bang Bang podcast, and it was before there was Comedy Bang Bang. It was called Comedy Death Ray before that. Uh, if you know Scott's podcast slash podcast it's on network it's called earwolf but you know the universe that sprang from comedy bang bang anyway much like all of you a lot of you at least i uh clicked open itunes one day when itunes was fresh and there was a section that said podcast i was like what the heck is this what is podcasts me i know what and special thing had people 
who had podcasts, but I didn't listen to all of them. So the earliest podcasts that I remember being made aware of were, um, what was it called? Uh, Jason Nash's podcast, which I don't remember the name of. He used to post about that a lot. Duncan Trussell, the comic, and Natasha Legero, who was his girlfriend at the time, uh, had a podcast together. And I never, li- I think I listened to one. Um, and that was one of the earliest podcasts I remember finding out about. And then Sound of Young America, which was Jesse Thorne from Maximum Fun. He was really, Jesse Thorne was really early in the podcasting. And Sound of Young America was his podcast. Uh, and uh, he, uh, it was also a radio show, I think, but I'm fairly certain it was also a podcast. So I definitely listened to that. That had lots of interviews on it. It was sort of like a, kind of like an NPR adjacent type of thing. And then uh, what you made me think of when you asked that question, though, wasn't um, audio podcasts. It was because the medium was so new. It wasn't actually clear what a podcast even was. So in the, in the podcast section, uh, of of iTunes, there were a lot. There was a lot of video content that you just get weekly. I subscribed to a Tim and Eric uh, podcast that was audio, and it or that was video. So before the TV shows, possibly before Tom, Tom Goes to the Mayor aired, it was which was Tim and Eric's uh, Tim Heidecker and Eric Wareheim's first project they went on to make Tim and Eric and then blah 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 you can look them up but yeah they put out these video clips that were like seven to ten minutes long that were like that were like shorts and Louis CK did a really similar thing where he had what was a podcast but it was really just him uploading video clips that then you would get every week how cool is that I guess it must still exist like video versions of podcasts I don't know it's really hard to picture now, but I swear I'm not making it up. So that was like my first exposures to podcasts. And then there was, I th- honestly, it's it's kind of late in the game, but WTF was one of the first ones I started following regularly, like so many people. As soon as it started, I was in, you know, because I really liked uh, what I perceived at the time to be, you know, the sort of honesty that I hadn't heard before in a, kind of a radio conversation. So that was awesome. Really awesome. Oh, and the best show on WFMU uh, would absolutely be one of the earliest podcasts, Tom Sharpling's best show. Yeah, and that's the short answer. I wish I could say more things that weren't like comedy, but that's where I'm at. Now, what am I listening to now? A lot of my listening... Um, habits are informed by my girlfriend who suggests podcasts to me but for instance yesterday i was listening to uh cold pod which is a toronto centric uh podcast hosted by josh and austin a couple of guys who are uh, smart toronto dudes and they interview people uh about their work, their art, sometimes relating it to the city, other times not. 
and uh, it's cool, and I think it's got uh, some attention. So check out Cold Pod if if you want. And then I also listened to um, a, a guy honk twice just now. Right? These guys, it's the summer. They're having fun. They think it means they should honk more. Does that make sense? Eh? But uh, I also listened to Evil Men yesterday, uh, which is a podcast um, with Chris Locke, Mike Belazzo, and James Hartnett. Chris and James have definitely been on the podcast. I don't think I've had Mike on, but I know Mike very well. He's a very funny guy. He just did the Winnipeg Comedy Festival. I mean, so, but my, my girlfriend, though, also um, has sent, you know, Behind the Bastards, she she really likes, and she sent me that, and um, um, and sorry, she sent me a podcast the other day that I I wanna I haven't listened to it yet, and then it's I think it's called My Black Friend. I've listened. There's a really good episode about of that podcast. Uh, I'm trying to find the exact name of it. I have a lot of weird podcasts I've never listened to on my list of podcasts. Some of my best friends are, is the name of the podcast. And there's a really good episode about the Jeffersons and Sanford and Son. Um, if you do listen to that one, uh, uh, some of my best friends are. Listen to the Sanford and Son Jeffersons episode. It's really interesting. Um, yeah, so that's just like a sampling. I also listen to... At ADD Etude Magazine's podcast, uh, just because it can be dry because it's lectures essentially, but there's a really good episode about the uh, borderline personality and ADHD, and um, really more about just getting to know some of the ins and outs of of uh, BPD and and you know. Um, misconceptions and this kind of thing and so and and where it intersects with ADHD and other neurodivergent behavior role things so that's a cool the uh, podcast the attitude podcast and see get me started I ain't gonna stop get me started I ain't gonna stop a little man a little tiny man named Mick Jagger much once said start me up never stop He was talking about me. Anyway. So, yeah, those are a few of the podcasts. And there's a lot more, you know, um, Self-Worth with Brad Pearson. I always like that one. And, and of course, the Mental Illness Happy Hour is one I've been listening to for a long time with Paul Gilmartin. And there have been some really good guests in the last little while. Um, there's one about art and music therapy. That's a really good episode. But, um, yeah, that's a little rundown of some of the podcasts I like of late. Anyway, I'm going to have to go pretty soon, and I really don't want it. Um, I will say this. The last little while, uh, I've been talking about things I've sold on eBay and beyond. And... Uh, I sold last week on Depop the selling 
Depop. Depop. Shout out to Depop Drama on Instagram. You want to have a good laugh? Go check out Depop Drama on Instagram. But uh, I sold one of those like Keith Haring shirts. You know, Keith Haring stuff. I think I had... I, I own a few myself that I bought at Uniqlo. What feels like so many years ago. I I bought... I remember when I first found those like Keith Haring X Uniqlo clothes. I mean, we're talking a really long time. 13, 14 years ago. I was like, that's so cool. I hadn't even been to New York that much. And here I am at the Uniqlo location in the heart of Manhattan. And I'm finding my guy Keith Haring. Anyway, so I've collected a few uh, Keith Haring shirts, some Uniqlo, some not. And I saw a guy, one of the Uniqlo ones. They love it. It was a white shirt. It had some cool sigils on it. And what is... What does Keith Haring make? What do you think of Keith Haring? You know who I'm talking about, right? I would say one of the most famous uh, pop artists of the 20th century, Keith Haring. And his work continues into the 21st. Uh, one of the earliest artists I was aware of because when I was, because his art is childlike, or at least child friendly. And, uh,. I remember being really young and getting a copy of A Very Special Christmas. His, uh, he did the cover for that album. It was a beautiful cover. I think it was of the Virgin Mary, basically, and Baby Jesus. But, uh, and it was all apparently proceeds going to uh, AIDS research at uh, what some probably would correctly call the height of the AIDS epidemic. And, of course, Keith Haring eventually did die of HIV uh, infection uh, related causes. And, um, yeah, he was, uh, I loved him when I was growing up. I'm not sure where I, where I saw more of it. And it was probably one of those things where my parents let me look at a lot of it. You know, he had some somewhat explicit drawings, I guess, by his standards. And, uh... But he was definitely a presence when I was growing up. Probably because I grew up in liberal-ass downtown Toronto. I loved it. And then I'm on Twitter the other day. And I'm like... See some tweet... It's crazy how bad Twitter has become. Super... The racists... You know I'm watching the racists. The racists are getting real bad. Everyone seems depressed. The MAGA people... That world is bonkers. Every the, it's really not good, really not good. I might have to like bail, and I don't even know what that would mean. But like, it's too much. Anyway, I'm on Twitter, and one of the tweets that pushed me over the edge was someone, I'm sure very young, wrote, "Oh, Keith Haring's, uh, his." AIDS advocacy and sexuality uh, stuff in his art has been a, it drives me crazy that it's been erased and then it starts this thread about people talking about how Keith Haring is just viewed as this uh, pop art you know harmless Uniqlo shirt guy and it's like okay 
if you grew up when I grew up, his work was very much obviously queer. And like I said, he did the cover of an AIDS uh, research benefiting fundraiser. So we grew up knowing that he was gay. And then if you go and see his art or look up his art from his name, you will find a bunch of his art that is uh, very much uh, explicitly queer. And so you're telling me that it's been erased? It's not been erased. You just live in a pop mindset. And by the way, he was one of the most commercial artists ever. He was a tagger first. He did graffiti. That's for literally the entire city. And it was cryptic. So it's not necessarily inherently queer. I hate to tell you. He's doing whatever he wants. And of course, this same thread had some, oh, he preyed on young boys. It's like, fucking guy died of AIDS. <laughs> maybe, maybe don't worry about his behavior at this point. 40 years later. And, you know, if you think it's being erased, instead of giving us a lecture about how it's being erased, fucking just pre present it without some fucking scolding thing. You know? I can't believe you guys don't know about Bob Dylan, man. You're stupid for not knowing this Bob Dylan song. Here's the song. Just show me the song first. Don't call me stupid first. Anyway, so I sold some Keith Haring shirts. This has been a goddamn blaft. blaft. <laughs> Love talking to you. Feels like this has been a long one, and that makes me happy. I'll talk to you soon. You're, you're, you're royalty. You're the royalty. You're royalty. Take a rest. Enjoy yourselves. Weekly. Nick Flanagan Weekly.